This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Happy Monday. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Michael here in the studio with Pastor Matt Young. Matt is our worship pastor at the Village Church. Matt, how's your day today? It's been good. What'd you do this morning? Well, let's see. This morning, I got up and had a one-on-one with my senior... Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Watch your mouth. I don't have a senior pastor. With my lead pastor. You do. Jesus is your senior pastor. I'll be your lead pastor. Well, well, I think he's a prophet, priest, and king. Is he my senior pastor? Wow. Yeah. That's not all he is. He's also <laughs> your God, your master, your Lord, your savior, et cetera. You know, anyways, uh, you win. Anyways, we're here with a question. We have a, a whole Was week a with, with Pastor Matt. That was like interesting. Lucky all of you I based know. on how this is starting. <laughs> it's going to be a blast. You know what I'm going to do? Oh, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. I'm going to ask the really oh, difficult boy. questions. So here's the first question of the day. How, Matt, do you explain the existence of dinosaurs to non-believers or non-Christians when the Bible doesn't seem to speak about them? What say you, Matt Young? Well, I, uh, there's a few different things that I would say need to be taken into consideration. It's possible that the Bible does speak of them. We don't know for sure. Like in the book of Job, talks about the Leviathan and the, I believe it's the behemoth, I think is what they're called, uh, or behemoth. I'm not really behemoth. sure. Oh, I don't know how to yeah, say it. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't does. go to seminary. Yeah. At any rate, uh, it's very possible based on the description given of those animals, like they're very clearly large animals. We don't really have categories that we can describe beyond that. So it is possible that the Bible does specifically address them. The other thing to consider is just because the Bible doesn't maybe explicitly address them, doesn't negate the validity of scripture. Actually, when you look at how people aged, so post-fall, early on, when you see genealogies listed, you see so-and-so begot so-and-so, uh, but it says, and lived 900 some odd years, 700 some odd years. So you're talking considerably longer than longevity of life that we have today, where at the most, maybe there's people that have lived over 120 years in recent time. I don't know. That'd be probably the very most around that number. So, uh, and that's even, that's very rare. So if um, the fall or possibly the flood had an impact uh, in that regard, as far as shortening our lifespan over time, I, I think it could have been a compounding consequence of the fall that things continued to go that direction. It's unknable. It's one of those totally. massive moments that so, like, so this there is, is totally a shift, but right. we don't know why. And this would be conjecture. This is not necessarily anything to, anyway, for what it's worth, I believe it's possible that um, you look at reptilian species and I would think that that's the closest relative that we would have to dinosaurs based on what I know of them, which is very little since I'm not a scientist who's studied those things for years. Uh, but I do believe that reptiles, uh, from what I understand, they grow until they die. Whereas we as humans, I mean, we, we essentially grow in some ways, but physically we pretty much cap off 24 years adults. old. The human species starts dying. That's sure. like the general age of human death. There you go. Yep. Once See? you're 24, you're on a downward spiral. Boom. Boom. Yep. Man. So uh, that being said, I believe it's possible that uh, when you look at how the Lord created animals, and it doesn't give an exhaustive list in the scriptures of what animals he created. And in fact, even at the flood, it says that there were two of each unclean animal, a male and female, and then seven of all the clean animals that were brought onto the ark. But it says according to their kinds. Mm. And I think that's an important distinction to make too, because it's very possible that 
whatever happened to the dinosaurs, whether they were wiped out at the flood or whatever the case might be, I, I just think that it's very possible that they they were around at that time and that if they were reptilian species, they would grow and they could be massive in size. Mm. If they were living to be same amount of years that like if that same thing correlated to human life and to animal life, you know what I'm saying? Yep. I don't know if I just stammered all over that, but I think it's possible that, that that would give some sort of explanation for why dinosaurs were these massive animals. And Mm -hmm. those types, according to their kinds, those kinds are no longer around. Yep. There's a, a few big thoughts. One is we don't know what life is like pre flood for animals or humans that could grow or live that long. Sure. Just a different climate culture. Something changed, you know, yeah. that's clear. We also know 99% of all species that have ever existed are extinct right now. So like, that's yeah. a huge reality. And we also know the the Bible doesn't have to talk about it. The Bible can talk about whatever it wants. So the Bible doesn't talk about unicorns, but we know those are real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, totally. Yeah. Real. I mean, if there's a unicorn of the sea, which I forget the name of it, but it's literally like this big whale, not whale, like a, a ugly animal in the, in the water with a horn on the top of it. It's like crazy. Huh. It looks just like a unicorn. It's like a real legit animal, except it's under the water. <laughs> so if that can exist, why couldn't a unicorn exist? Whatever. My point is, <laughs> my point is that unicorns are dinosaurs. My, my, just because the Bible doesn't say it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. You know, like to have an animal that actually poops rainbows would be glorious <laughs> to actually <laughs> see. Anyways, to I, di- see. I digress. But the Bible doesn't need to say it to validate its existence. So the Bible didn't talk about neutrons, but we know they exist. The Bible didn't talk about a handful of things, but they existed. So, you know, how do you explain the existence of dinosaurs and non-believers? I mean, you hit the nail on the head. There's so many things that we just don't know how the world existed and worked back then. We weren't there. We have conjecture. Scientists have um, facts-ish that they bring together and tell a story with them. And the Bible has facts. And we tell a different story, honestly, with some really similar facts. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't need to. And here's what we know. Dinosaurs were real. Yeah. There's Whether no the Bible that. mentions them or not. Right. And they were big. Yeah. Whether or not they were big because that's just the kind of species they were. Like elephants don't get big because they live long. They're big because that's just what sure. they do. You know? Yeah. So whether or not they're big because they live long or they're big because that's what they do, they're big. And Christians believe they were big. Yeah. <laughs> we believe that they roamed the earth. Yeah. You know, like, there's no denying that there's hard evidence of that. And yeah. so even if the scriptures remain silent... Or, or, or not confusing. explicit, at least, in those things. Mm. It doesn't invalidate the scriptures. Correct. So based on the question, I'm trying to reread it. Uh, to non-believers, when they question that the Bible doesn't talk about them, how do you explain the existence of dinosaurs? I don't know that we can give an explanation, but I don't know if anyone has a valid, 100% foolproof explanation of their existence, other than we believe God created them, yeah. without a doubt. And even if the scriptures aren't fully clear, we still believe it, whether we can explain it or not. I mean... Yep. Same thing with the Trinity. <laughs> yeah. We can't make sense of it completely. We can't fully explain it. Yeah. But we believe God is Trinitarian in nature. Except we can touch dinosaur bones. <laughs> True. I wish I could touch the physical body of Jesus. Okay, Thomas. Tangibly, you know. Anyways, there is this notion in people's minds that Christians are imbeciles and they're like, they don't believe in dinosaurs. No, we believe in freaking dinosaurs. Okay. Like we believe they existed and roamed the world. Right. And they're big and their eggs were large and all these other crazy things. And they ate animals. We like watch Jurassic Park and we're like, yeah, those things were real. Okay. Everybody relax. Yeah. I don't know why the Bible doesn't talk about them and call them the name we call them. You know, like it's not like God was like, you know, in like 7,000 years when humanity gives names to these deceased animals, they're going to call them dinosaurs. So I'm going to call them dinosaurs. Yeah. 
At least that's only in our context. Right. So you know, in our language, had, in the English language, they're called dinosaurs. There are actually a number of animals uh, that there are Hebrews, Hebrew names for them, and we don't know what they correlate to. Right. We have ideas, like Leviathan, we think, you know, but like there have been some people who thought Leviathan were dragons, you know, like, sure. come on. And, but we've, thankfully, Christians don't believe in dragons. Let's also make that really. But apparently we do believe in unicorns. Well, of course, who doesn't? I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, so this is a good question. How do you explain the existence yeah. of dinosaurs and non-believers? Uh, they exist. Yeah. Because scientists found them. Good. Yeah. Awesome. All right, Matt, come back with us. Uh, Matt is a worship pastor, as we said, and somebody submitted a question about the song Resurrecting. Could you sing it for us real quick? Yeah. Just kidding. (laughs) And uh, the question goes like this. What does the song mean when it says the resurrected king is resurrecting me? Wouldn't it be more accurate to say he has resurrected me? Now, we're geeks for grammar, so tomorrow let's come back and talk about this. Sounds good. 